Deep in the heart of Appalachia, guys set on a quest to create the greatest podcast. Uh, sorry, dude. I thought we agreed on the correct pronunciation of Appalachia. No, dude. We, we've talked about this. We've talked about this over and over and over. It's, it's pronounced Appalachia. Listen, freaking angels and the women got together. That's how we got Bigfoot. That's how we got vampires. That's why we got all of this stuff. These ancient Appalachian mountains that are literally older than bones. There's old entities here. You start finding out more about them, they start finding out more about you. Good Lord, sir. (laughs) This goose has gone rabbit. You think you're just going to run up with your little sword on the king of the goose squad? Listen, the old entities of Middle Appalachia are unexplainable. Mm. They are eerie. Breach. And they are one of these things that will keep us, the hill folks, and the people who live in the area constantly searching for answers. Mm that they probably will never, ever find. And this is why we love Appalachian Intelligence. Hey, hell folk. Welcome back to another episode of Appalachian Intelligence. Appalachian Intelligence. Tonight, with you, as always, is your host, Lance Compton and Ryan Ratliff. Justin, he's having a internet interweb issues. Yeah, maybe the fact that it's like forty-five degrees in the mountains tonight has something to do with his internet service. It's cold up here this evening, Ryan. It's cold. It it got down to fifty-eight last night, and I was so mad. Like, yeah. it's Memorial Day. Like, yep. let's let's move on past this this cold weather. I had a four-day. I have a four-day weekend. And it's rainy and cold. All I want to do is go to the beach this weekend. You could still do that. No, it just wouldn't be a pleasurable cold. experience. This wouldn't be a pleasurable experience. No, it'd be terrible. But so, happy Memorial Day, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Happy Memorial Day. Appreciate uh, the service of all those men and women that laid down their lives for us, as we ought like to right. say all the time. Yes. Actually, Ryan had a great conversation with my five-year-old this weekend. She was curious of what Memorial Day was for. She couldn't understand it and figure out, you know, why are we, what's Memorial Day, Dad? Why do we celebrate that? What's it? Why is that a holiday? So we got the awesome opportunity to explain to her about all the men and women that had laid down the ultimate sacrifice so we can wake up and steal what I consider the greatest country in the world. Yeah. Good lesson for the young five-year-old this week. (laughs) <laughs> that is that is oh man yeah well you know my five-year-old was sneaking rush limbaugh children's books so <laughs> like, maybe mine's on that path the patriot talk they got today <laughs> yeah he already knew you know more than i did you know he's <laughs> it's no wonder he used to call me a call me but <laughs> i showed that you communist i'm gonna go outside Gosh, communist. <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy. So, Ron, how how you feeling, buddy? How you been? I'm doing great, man. As you know, since you guys the picture, 
Great golf this weekend. I mean, I didn't play great all day, but I had a lot of really good shots and one shot of a lifetime. Oh, on a $4 club, I got at Goodwill. And, and say those it. shots are the ones that keep bringing you back. That is. I will chase that feeling for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's, that's I understand. Golf's an addicting game. Yeah, it's, it's very addictive. I love it. I watch YouTube about it all the time. I watch the PGA Championships. I wish I could watch Live. I would support that. I don't know about if there's any PGA fans out there that would disagree, but I support Live. I say go where you want to and make your money. But, yes, yeah, very addictive, Lance. It is. All right. So we have to give a little shout out to our five star ratings and reviews. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've got a couple of them here that I'll read uh, for tonight. I don't remember exactly where Justin left off, but I'll just let him know where I read when we do this the next time we record. So um, this one is, first of all, from uh, Salvucci65, S-A-L-V-U-C-C-I-65. It says, five stars, Southern Comfort. Nice. 151 notes. That won't be too um, Justin, Lance, and Ryan literally opened a window for us to experience high strangeness in a long-storied area of America. These boys do it right. Much respect and continued success. So, Salvucci, Salvucci, I guess, 65. Salut. Appreciate the love. And here's another one from Behemoth77. And it says, yup, five stars. It says, good stuff. I listen on one and a half speed. It helps my brain from wondering. And all I can say is this is the podcast you are looking for. Waves hand annoyingly in face. <laughs> yes, you can't see me. Yes, yes, that's what that means. Appreciate that, Thank though. You. Behemoth 77. And I got one more just because it popped up here as I was looking. Sweet. And this one is from... Walks with Walkers. It says, good times, five stars. I live in Morgan County, Ohio, the foothills of Appalachia. And we are home to fame, to a famed haunted opera house. You boys need to talk about. Keep them coming, fellas. Oh, so, Walks awesome. with Walkers. Um, here's a thing you can do to help us out. Send us something to the email uh, at AppalachianIntelligenceGmail.com. Let us know about this fame haunted opera house. It doesn't have to be a huge stuff. I'll do a deep dive on it, but just at least give me the name of it um, or a picture of it or something. And we may have to do a, an episode on this fame haunted opera house yeah, we might in Morgan County, Ohio. Does that there. ring a bell? Yeah, we might have to do an episode there. Does that ring a bell? Have you heard of that before? Anything like that, Ron? Morgan County. Morgan County, Ohio, the foothills of Appalachia. Uh, I don't know if it's where Morgan Town is. It's in West Virginia. County. 
but there's a famed haunted opera house. Anyways, walks with walkers. Shoot us a message. Let us know the name of this place or the backstory. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a ton of stuff. I'll do the deep dive. I'll, I'll get the information. Just give us the name. We'd love to have an episode on this haunted opera house in the foothills of Appalachia. Oh, that's so we've got that's a Maryland. So we've got um, what I think is a perplexing, interesting topic for tonight, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Um, And this is going to be a fun conversation for you and I to have because we are much more skeptical of things than than Justin is. Yes. Right? Justin is is literally a three-year-old toddler. As long as it's shiny, it's going to grab his attention. He's going to believe it. Yes. and this is one of those things that both of us, and Justin included, if he was here, has heard a lot about um, and have read articles of and have even kind of mentioned a few times. Um, and I've got some some stuff I'll read here. Kind of this goes back quite some time. It has become more prevalent, though, uh, in the last little bit. Um, but this is something you experienced here just this week, correct? Oh, yeah. Just, um, and just no, a few and days ago. Yeah, and we're not talking about stuck planes. Uh, nope. That's, this is not, not that experience at all. So if you're thinking, oh, no, here they go again, talking about planes being stuck in the sky, glitching the matrix, that's not what we're doing tonight. Um, but we are going to spend some time talking about, uh, I guess we could call them these uh, a explosion phenomena. Ryan, would that be a good way to describe it? Yeah. And, Unknown booms. Yeah, unknown boom booms. That's <laughs> literally. Uh, literally. And before, I won't jump the gun a little bit, but Ryan actually experienced one of these this week. And here in a few minutes, after I get through some backstory here on what this is, uh, I'm going to let him tell that. And we're going to kind of talk about what we think this may be. Um, now, um, if you just quick Google searched um, anything unexplained, explosion phenomena, uh, boom, boom phenomena in the sky, whatever you want to put in. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of stuff that kind of pops up. Um, I, I found a pretty recent article, though, um, that talks about um, some of these boom, unexplained, unexplained loud booms um, being heard uh, worldwide. And this is a fairly recent article. Um, mysterious booms have left people baffled all over the planet. The terrifying noises have been recorded everywhere from the Middle East to the Midwest just this year, with the majority of these heard on the U.S. East Coast. One of the latest booms came to light this week. Uh, This one was in Alabama. Uh, Ryan's, of course, in South Carolina. But scaring residents, cops say they were notified of this suspicious sound that was described as a loud boom around 9 p.m. The boom dubbed the Bama boom shook uh, multiple houses and was heard through the entire state. Cops, experts both can't figure out what caused the mysterious noise. Some experts say causes could range from a supersonic aircraft to meteors exploding in the atmosphere. Wasn't the first time that one of these sounds have been heard with 64 locations reporting similar sounds just this year. This article was written in 2022, 
towards the end of it. So not that long ago. The booms heard all over, including Michigan, Lapland, the UK at St. Ives and Swansea and Yorkshire. Meanwhile, residents in Alabama took to Twitter to report the latest mysterious event. One local described it as an incredibly loud boom that shook my entire house. The National Weather Service in Birmingham, Alabama, said the noise could be from an aircraft sonic boom or a meteorite from the Lenoid shower. They tweeted, uh, loud boom heard. We do not see anything indicating large fire smoke on the radars or satellites. Nothing on the USGS indicates an earthquake. NASA's Bill Cook told the local station there that the origin of the mysterious boom remains unclear and believes the sound could have been produced by a bolide or a large meteor that explodes in the atmosphere. According to Cook, NASA scientists are going to continue to analyze stuff. Now, that's kind of the gist of what these loud booms are, right? Um, let me read you something else about these, because this has actually happened for quite some time. Um, it just, for whatever reason, has become more prevalent in the last five years. Okay. Um, now, this is from the USGS, all right, um, is where this comes from. So, it's the U.S., of course, uh, United States Geological Services, um, which we know the government services have never, they've all, they always tell us the truth, right? Like, you know, the World Health Organization, um, the uh, other things, and they always tell us the truth. So we can take these for, for, for gospel truth here, right? Yes. Okay. Reports of unidentified booms have emerged from different places around the world for hundreds of years. And although many of the boom stories remain a mystery, some have been explained. Most of the booms people hear or experience are the result of human activity, such as an explosion or large vehicles going by, sometimes construction or just a sonic boom. But there have been many reports of booms that cannot be explained by man-made sources. And those booms are associated with a variety of interesting natural phenomena, including earthquakes. In the U.S., most reports of mysterious booms come from the northeast and along the east coast. I think it's a point that we need to remember. But there have been observations along the West Coast as well, um, but the East Coast seems to have more of them. Now, the East Coast has not been directly studied and explained. We can deduce from observations and measurements and locations in the West Coast that some of the East Coast booms are associated with small earthquakes. Um, small, shallow earthquakes sometimes produce a rumbling sound or a boom that can be heard by people who are very close to them. Right. Um, so booms from around the world. The term Seneca guns um, in the eastern U.S. is commonly used for booms that happen around Lake Seneca in the Finger Lakes in New York. Um, the name has been applied to similar sounds along the North Carolina and South Carolina and Virginia coast uh, as well. Um, 1886. So as far back as 1886, Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina um, had an earthquake. At a 6.9 approximately. And there was a accompanied with that earthquake, well-documented booming sounds. Uh, the observation described, and the observations describe a roaring sound that was heard as seismic waves rolled across the region. And for several weeks after um, the Charleston earthquake, 
there are many aftershocks that also were accompanied with these loud detonations. Okay. Uh, in the Midwest, there were accounts of artillery-like sounds all the way back to 1811. Uh, and these were said to occur before or during other earthquakes. Um, reports of booms throughout the Midwest often coincide, though this is interesting, Ryan, with temperatures below 20 degrees Fahrenheit or colder. And sometimes they're described as ice quakes or frost quakes. So uh, shallow, uh, shallow groundwater freezes and expands, and that would cause the rocks and soils to explode. And that sometimes is caused, even though those events aren't strong enough to show up on seismographs, um, the booms are loud enough to be heard. So especially right. during really cold snaps, the expansion and contractions of houses and other structures due to streaming in temperatures. Okay. Um, in the Western U.S., a small swarm of earthquakes in 2001 were accompanied by booming sounds that unnerved the city of Spokane. Um, the shallow location of the earthquakes, sometimes only about a mile or two deep, probably contributed to the noise. In 1989, seismo seismologists were working in the Mammoth Mountain in California and heard muffled booming sounds but felt no shaking. Um, seismographs showed again shallow earthquakes. A bunch of them occurred at the same time, and those were accompanied also with rumbling um, noises as well. Non-earthquake booms. Um, though are what most unexplained booming sounds are accredited to. Uh, most of the booms that people hear, though, are not caused by earthquakes. Some other common or maybe not so common natural causes. So some of the potential explanations for these things are lightning storms, you know, tsunami waves, meteors, sand dunes, and man-made causes such as sonic booms, explosions, or constructions. So, Ryan, these boom phenomena, uh, unexplained booms, have been going on again for, for in the US in the US for, for quite some time. Much more prevalent in the East Coast, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Um for whatever reason. I don't we don't have an explanation for it, but I think it's weird that we maybe we're just more aware over here on the East Coast than they are in the West Coast. Um but this has been going on for quite some time. But it has become a much major, much more um, thing that has been I guess kind of talked about in the news and shared on social media and maybe because of the connectivity of people talking about these things is the reason why more people are experiencing these booms maybe there's the same amount as always people are just talking about them more um, or there is actually an uptick in these booms going on now I've never heard one of these every boom that I have heard around me has been because of a strip job um, yeah. When we first had Pippa, they were stripping on the mountain across from Mars and at 342 every day for about three years. Boom, we'd hear them blowing over there. We'd always try to plan Pippa's nap around it because we're going to wake her up because the house is going to shake <laughs> if we didn't. All right. Um, I have never had an experience of an a boom that I couldn't explain. Not like you, though, my friend, correct? That's correct. So I think lunch was just over. We're all heading out to our trucks, you know, got work orders in hand and such, going to go do some den calls. And uh, my friend and I, or my coworker and I are talking and just out of nowhere, just this loud boom. I mean, it, it was loud. 
it, it, it was a massive boom. You could feel it. And then <laughs> these other guys down the street walked out of their garage and was like, did you guys do that? And we're like, no, it wasn't us. And, you know, we thought it was like right near us. It turns out when the news came on, they were talking about taking reports of it and that it originated in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. And that is a good ways from where I'm at. And it sounded like it was, I mean, right, just right around the corner from me. It was, it was that loud. Did it feel like the building shook or anything? Like, did you yeah, like it, notice I was, No, I was outside, like next to my truck, and it was just like, whoa. You know, like it, you could feel it. How, but, how long did it, like just a couple seconds? Like one of those things, like a gust yeah. of wind, or was it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought it was so close because it was just like, you know, and it, but it was so loud. It was like, did, if Superman, you know, in the movie Superman, he takes off like a sonic boom, right? Like yeah. A sonic boom. Yeah. That's what it was like. But I don't know, man. It's hard to explain. It just, uh, it other people really, in the area, yeah. Other people heard it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So many reports into the news station. And then I never heard another thing about it. So there's you not heard another report of it? Nope. Just on the evening news, and that was it? That's it. Just on the evening news, they were saying, we're taking all these calls about a mysterious boom seems to have originated out of Mount Pleasant. And I thought, my God, that far away? And it was that loud? Like It had to be like a nuclear power plant exploded or something. It was like, no one knows where it originated. You know, or what, you know, what the source of the boom was. Even is there anything going on in Prom Mount Pleasant that you know of? Like, I don't know. Not that Which, I know of. Mount Pleasant's like a nice area, like the gateway to the nice beaches and all that, you know. It's, it's not like there's strip mining up here or anything like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's nuts, man. It's just, hmm. and, the, and the crazy thing to me is it's not on the radio. It's not on TV on the news. Nothing. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah, that seems to be a, a commonality with these things, too. Yeah. Like, it's like a boom happens in Alabama back last November, I think. It might have been October. I remember exactly what it was. And, like, it was a very similar situation. A bunch of people heard it. People were calling the cops and calling into the local news station, trying to figure out, you know, so what blew up or, you know, factory had exploded or whatever. And they kind of reported on the six o'clock news like, hey, lots of reports coming in from this loud boom that originated somewhere over there. I don't remember the exact town Alabama. Can't really get an explanation on what it is. Uh, people are looking into it. The experts looking into it and like, that's it. There's no more follow up. No, nothing. Yeah. That's what's I think it's strange, right? Yeah. I mean, we literally look at. They will, I mean, just exhaust things that seem completely unimportant and look at it from every angle. You will hear the same reports about it a thousand times. Like nobody cares about, I don't know, like what's a good example. I, nobody cares about the new whatever. I right? would just get the same. Yeah. And nobody cares that Elon Musk had 
the person from the World Health Organization take over Twitter. Like nobody cares about that. But like we've heard that report a thousand times on every news station that's on TV right now, right? Maybe it's a bad example. And like Twitter's still gonna go on, it's still gonna be its thing. And no, nobody cares. But when an explosion takes place in a big area like where you're living at, where multiple people heard it, it's a pretty highly populated location and then nobody follows up on it. Like that's weird. Yeah. That's I asked my buddy the other day. We're riding down the road. I'm like, don't you think it's weird? We heard an explosion the other day, and there's just no explanation, and nobody's talking about it. He's like, yeah, that's it. And like you know, was it was it last week or maybe a couple of weeks ago? There was all that lost explosive material out in the West Coast or whatever it was. Yeah. It's like sixty thousand pounds or something. Maybe it's maybe a little maybe a gross overestimation, but it was a lot of explosive material just disappeared from a train, right? Yeah. Just I hadn't heard anything else about that either. Have you? Nope. Do you think that's weird? <laughs> How much you want to bet the cartel has that? Absolutely. Oh man. You know, or, or, uh, or better yet, we're selling it to the cartel. Yeah. Somebody's got it and they're selling it to them. They just act there was sixty thousand loss. It's actually probably hundred and twenty thousand loss. They just said sixty thousand. They can make away with the other sixty thousand. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's strange that we don't like I get it. It's an unexplainable thing. I totally understand that, but like we know what else is unexplainable around UFOs. Yeah. But how much time are we spending on trying to figure out where they're coming from when they're here? A, a lot. There's yeah. the congressional hearings on it, right? I mean, yeah. I feel like this is something that should be extensively taken a look at. And it doesn't feel like it is at all. No, nobody's talking about it. And that's what's it's blowing my mind. Like, I yeah. want to know where that came from. Like, is this is this how sinkholes start? Because like, think about this, right? Were there were there booms in Florida when this happened? Think about how far you are from Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Think about how loud it was. Imagine being in Mount Pleasant, how loud it was. Yeah. And yeah, then, 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 then the news is being like, ah. yeah. sorry about it. Don't know. It's just, you know, hey, it'll, it'll be okay. Yeah. We're taking reports. Uh, we've taken over 300 reports at one point, they said. Over 300 reports. And it seems to have originated in Mount Pleasant. That's all we know at this time. And then you never heard another thing about it. I think that's concerning. I think that's concerning. Yeah, I'm sure I'm expecting any day now they're going to have a follow-up story. I doubt it. I bet you don't get one. Well, if I they just do goes have off, a follow-up like... story, quote-unquote, I'm just suspicious that it's if it's too easy an explanation, I'm going to doubt it. I mean, you know me. We're the skeptics, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to – I'm expecting that if they do a cover, a, a second cover story on it, that it's going to be what they were told to say. Operation Mockingbird. Yep. You think that shit's gone? <laughs> no way. <laughs> No way. I hey, love just that guy. guys, God farted. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to make a joke. Yeah. God farted. <laughs> no. Like, I, I know how eerie sometimes 
thunder can sound when it's like right on top of you. Oh yeah, that down but, there, dude. It's oh, like yeah. different. It's it's a different that humidity down there. That that oh, thickness is different down there. There's no mountains to break it up. No. No mountains to bust it up. But like how eerie that can be when that low rumble comes and then bam. Oh, yeah. But at least you can explain where it came from, right? And you can look up and like, oh, yeah, there is a storm coming. You you get it. Like it it makes sense. But then you have something very similar that completely unexplainable and like there's just no information. Yeah. Because there wasn't, there's not been an earthquake, right? There was no earthquake that was. I didn't feel anything. No. In my, because that was one of the things I said. I was like, man, I hope there's not a tsunami headed our way. That, that would be terrible. I I just feel like that's one of those things that, one of the many things. That they're just not telling us the full story. Yeah, man. It's, Maybe it's the silver, the silver iodide they're using to know. supposedly make weather. You think it, maybe that's what it is? Oh, is it silver iodide? I can't remember. I think I think it's silver. A movie. It's some. <laughs> I think that's from a movie. <laughs> yeah, they use it. But I do know they can control the weather. Like, that's legit. They can make it rain. What? Yeah. So they're controlling the weather? Well, no. It's it's actually, what was it? Because I was like, why aren't they doing this in places like Africa where they need more water? And How about in the desert? Yeah, you know, Ethiopia, you know, they could probably grow some crops if they had a little rain. Uh, things like that, but it's, I don't know. Nobody, you, you don't hear anybody talk about it. But Silver iodide can, can be used for cloud it. seeding. Cloud seeding, yes. Yeah, so there's a great, this is one of my favorites. I have, there's a ton of them, but this is one of my, there's a great conspiracy theory out there by some of the real, the real um, internet sleuths that say that there are stations, weather stations, essentially are all around the world. Um, now, if we want to make it a little more relevant to us, there are several of these. Supposedly, now, all this quotation, or I'm prefacing all this with this is a conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. that there are these weather stations all the way, are all the way around the United States in which they are able to control and dictate the weather, and they're using these things called silver iodide, charges to help cloud seeding that allows them to generate the weather as they want to. Now there's a gentleman that I know that is believes this is that as if God had said it himself that the reason there has been an uptick in these really bad storms and tornadoes and stuff that we've had in the last five years, right? Things have gotten a little worse than they've been before. Yeah. Because the government is purposely destroying these places so that they can funnel money through FEMA into their own pockets. And that they're using this weather station to control the weather and send these storms in specific locations. Now, that is an into the weeds conspiracy theory, but he believes it is gospel. That is a, that's a pretty far, that's a pretty far reach. 
And I always say like, okay, I so mean, people are, con- and just like you just said, right, so, so the government is controlling the weather or there's something like the government, like the elite, right? The whatever, the cabal. Yeah, so right. the cabal is controlling the weather. Then like, why don't they just like send water to the desert when it needs it real bad? And yeah. then allow that places in like that used to be flourishing that aren't flourishing anymore to flourish again and it gives them more money. Yeah. Right? Like why is there a drought? A why was there a drought in California for so many years? Now it's, it's that, that drought is now almost gone because of the rain pattern that we've had. Yeah. Why don't they doing things like that? Yeah. That's just that too obvious. That'd be too obvious. Oh, so sending the tornado down tornado to funnel money through FEMA so they can line their own pockets. That's not too obvious. I mean, that's a geez, man. Listen, some of these these conspiracy theories that are out there, but it's it's wild. Yeah, I don't know if I buy into that one. That's uh, I mean, it's not too far fetched. I mean that a specific you know just a couple of people that are doing that you know yeah I mean it's just I mean I guess I can't tell and say that you're wrong because yeah you can't not prove him wrong. wrong yeah can't prove him wrong but uh it's that's that's a daisy yeah it's a daisy that's a daisy that's um <laughs> I just don't know. I can't remember what the explanation was on why. I got to read that again, but I feel like they could do some cloud seeding in other areas of the world and, you know, making the world a little better. Yeah, let's, you think. Let's not, let's not try to go to Mars. Let's just try to fix this planet. Here, here you go. I've been wanting, speaking of conspiracy theories, I read one this week that I want you to do some digging into. I wish Justin was here. And I may have to dive more into this one night when he's here with us. But I read one this week that I think is really interesting. And it makes a moderate amount of sense. Okay? So, J.D. Rockefeller, you with me? Yep. Was the oil tycoon. Yes. Correct. And one of the very first things that he did when he essentially founded his oil company, and that name is escaping me right now. It wasn't General Oil, was it? Mm, I can't remember. Anyhow, one of the first things that he did when that's going to bother me, I'm going to look that up. Um, right now. Okay, when he started that and was starting to make his fortune um, selling oil, was that he labeled it a fossil fuel? Okay, okay, and which we have been taught throughout entire lives and even until now that oil is a non-renewable resource. Correct. That's the. Standard Oil Company. Standard, not General. Standard Oil. Thank you. I knew I was, I was close. Close. So, oil has always been taught to us to be a non-renewable resource because it's made of ancient 
um, carbon compounds like dinosaur fossils and, and all that stuff, right? Yes. And that's the reason. And eventually we're going to run out, right? Because there's only so we can't make, we're not making fossils faster than we're using oil. Yes. Yes. And that's what we have always heard and have always learned that my entire life, right? It's a fossil fuel. That's why it's so bad for the environment because it's, you know, all the CO2 that is made, um, it's non-renewable. Eventually we're going to get to a peak oil production point to which we can't produce what we need and we're extracting too much of it and eventually it's going away and that's why we've had this push towards electric vehicles and clean energy and so on and so forth yes yes so i read a conspiracy not conspiracy i read actually a couple of articles um this week from reliable sciencey journals that argued that oil was not a non-renewable resource but that actually the or the earth itself is an oil producing machine that takes decaying plants and stuff that happens every year, right in the fall, stuff uh-huh. falls and decays. And then once that gets into the soil, it has the ability to permeate the soil and hydrocarbons can be made, which turns that decaying material into oil. And this is the reason why when places where they have tapped for oil run out, they have gone back in 15, 20 years later, and there has been a huge oil reserve right back in the same place where they have tapped it dry. Hmm. That makes sense. And that the reason that Rockefeller labeled this as a fossil fuel and pushed it as that and paid people to say that was because it then allowed him to say that it was a scarce good. And when it's something that's scarce, you can charge what you want for it. Yep. When you think about this, Ryan, how much oil is being used daily? Oh my gosh. And you're telling me we ain't tapped all the fossils yet? And so we, all the fossils and all that stuff's not, I mean, there weren't that many dinosaurs. Yeah. So I mean, dinosaurs what, does it take to power your car for a day? What, 200 years now we've had? Yeah, it was eight, yeah. Machinery and things that have been using oil. I mean, think about the think about China and the, the other huge countries that are using oil. Yeah. And they're still drilling it every day. Yeah. And still producing it every day. Yeah, I, uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I think I'm about like, I'm going to die on that hill right there. The more I read about it, I was like, you know what? This makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's, uh, I got to look more into that. Because you think about I me, mean, we feel like, I mean, just like, I'm just thinking our little, little, little area that I live in right here in Wise, there are cars running the roads all the time, yeah. all of them burning gas, which is made from oil. Yeah. And you just multiply that. Think of how many people, how many cars are down to where you're at. And then oh even New York City and then even L.A. Like, think about how much gas is being burnt. I feel like, oh. we, I feel like there wasn't that many dinosaur fossils and stuff. There's not been that much, you know. And the fact that they can go back in sometimes and retap wells and they'd be just as much oil there once that there was the first time they were tapping it 20 years beforehand. Now they'll say, oh, this just must have been a, you know, it just seeped through or whatever. But to me, it seems more like 
where the earth, the earth just kind of produces this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I, been a bit of a big government cover-up to make it seem like we need it a lot worse than we do. Yeah. I don't know. I've, it's, it, 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 it begs some more research, but I thought it was like it was it was NPR. So it's like well, the, the articles that I read, right? One was from NPR, which, you know, usually just pretty sciencey stuff. Yeah. AP had an article about it. And there was an article from the U.S. Geological Service that I read from 1987 that was postulating the same idea. Oh, my gosh. Well, we need to see uh, if any of those people are still alive. And if they're not, we don't need to do this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing we need to do. But it just makes a lot of sense. It does. Holy crap. And we know that Johnny Rockford was obviously a brilliant businessman. Oh, Oh, and it's the first one of the first things he was like, let's just let's just say this is hard to find. And maybe at the time he thought it was. Yeah. You know, maybe at the time it was. And maybe the time was they didn't have the technology that we have now to be able to tap into stuff. Yeah. So he could label it as a funny. Maybe it was just ignorance on his own part. He just didn't know any better. Yeah. But he labeled it as that. And then. It's just kind of stuck. And then. Now we just, that's just kind of what we believe, what we teach, but maybe it's not the case. Well, they probably already know, right? Yeah. And they just still feed us the, the bullshit. Which I think probably is more what's happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh my gosh, dude, the bullshit they feed us. I mean, you know, fluoride is banned in all other nations. That's not it. It's terrible for you. <laughs> It's a byproduct of when they make aluminum. Yeah, it's terrible for us. No. And they but had the United no States says, hey, way. it's okay. Yeah, Just they had no water. It's good for your day. Good for your oral health. They had no legal way to dispose of it. It's that toxic. So what did they do? They stick it out. You can put it in the water. Oh, it's good for your teeth. You need to brush with it every day. You know what else? That uh, Hitler used... Fluoride to dumb down the people in his in his company. Interesting, yeah, interesting, interesting. I mean, this is this is shit they tell us all the time. So how in the hell are we supposed to believe them on anything? This is shit we're fed every day. <laughs> they got fluoride in our water. You can't avoid it. So. I started using Tom's toothpaste. There's no fluoride. It's vegan everything. He does the job. So white, so pearly. So pearly white. And uh, (laughs) I haven't had any tobacco in, I can't, well, since last Friday. Really? Yeah. Good for you. So I've got that and I got nicotine pouches, but not tobacco. Good for you. But uh, so I'm trying to do everything that get rid of everything that I feel like they pushed on me throughout my life with their stupid Camel Joe, Joe Camel commercials and so the cool. Marble Joe Man, cool. Joe Cool, Marble Man, 
all the baseball players dipping snuff. Tony Gwynn, right? Was his Tony Gwynn? Is he the one that? Yeah, the yeah. Marlboro man. So, you know, all that stuff. Baseball players, everybody chewing tobacco. And, you know, it's cool to have a dip in and go out there and be on the pitcher mound. So, you know, all that kind of stuff that we've been fed throughout our lives. You're off the grid somewhere, living off the land in a cave. I know. Like, I'm this close. <laughs> I'm going to buy some property. I'm going to dig some holes. I'm going to get some big metal boxes. And I'm gonna concrete around them. I'm gonna put a ventilation system in, just like you would for a mine, except it's gonna be filtered. I'm gonna run all my water. I'm gonna heat my water through that concrete on the top. Let the sun do its job. Just prepper man. Yeah, man. Preparation H. Just getting ready for anything. Yeah. I'll be plenty of that if I'm going to do all that shit. But yeah, man, it's just how are we? How are we supposed to like? And honestly, our our politics. I'm libertarian now. I'm not claiming conservative. I'm not claiming Democrat. I'm done with them. It's a circus. Listen, I tell my wife all the time. Circus. I tell my wife all the time, and this might not be the best statement to put out there on the open air, but I'm going to do it, Ryan, because I'm a grown man. I can do what I want to. But I tell her all the time, left wing, right wing, same freaking bird. That's right. That's right. Same mouth being fed. They're just flying with each other. And, and that's what I get sick of, dude. You don't see anything about this politician is doing this for this city and this state. All you see is this politician burns this politician and this politician owns this politician. It's a freaking circus. It's the clown show. The whole thing's a clown show. It's an embarrassment. Uh, everything, everything about it is an embarrassment. I agree. And there's nothing we can do. No, that's the problem. There's there's nothing. There's nothing we can do but sit and take it and just try to do better for on our own, you know? It's true. Enjoy your lives. Don't sit and think about it. It'll be depressing. And here's the thing I deal with politics. This is kind of how I handle my politics. As long as it's not directly influencing my daily life or my paycheck, then I don't care. Now, recently, the paycheck's been hurting a little bit, and I've been, you know, a little bit, you know, obviously, and everybody's has. We all felt that. Yeah. To a certain degree, we expected some of it because we handed out so much money during COVID. I knew eventually that we're going to have to pay the piper. Like, that's, it's just the way it works, right? Oh, yeah. You can't just keep handing out money. The only way to get the money back in is by either interest rates or raising taxes and both those things are happening. So, I mean, that's just what I mean. I get it. Like, I don't I don't like it. I didn't agree if it was going on, but it, we all knew it was coming at some point. But at right. some point, Ryan, there's 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 got to be a breaking point where people are just like, you know what? I'm not I'm not freaking paying taxes anymore. I'm going to quit. What are they yep. going to do? What are you going to do? Like this whole debt ceiling, the falling on the debt that's supposed to take place here next, whatever. Yeah. Grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Like They're we've got money to we've got money to cover the debt. They this, just the politicians don't. They just, if if they don't if they default on it, 
And they, they think somewhere in the Constitution, I don't know exactly where it's at, but it says that they have to pay, like, the default, they have to pay. Like, they have to. We've got the capital to pay it, but when we default on it, then they can no longer line their own pockets to their other little organizations that they have laundered money through. Yeah. And that's why they've been such a fever pitch to get the debt ceiling raised, so they can continue to keep the machine going. Yeah. Listen, dude, this is literally, once again, taxation without representation because they may be in those positions, but they have no love for what they're supposed to be doing. No, absolutely no, not. No love for anybody in this country besides themselves and their family. That's it. Yep. I it's, agree. And and there's it's a it's a scam. It's a scam. And they're the people in charge. There's nothing you can do. Where what are you supposed to do? Like, sorry, rest of the world. We are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I know Lance said earlier he's the greatest country in the world. That's just the love for his country. We're top ten at best. <laughs> I still think we're the best. Have you ever seen <laughs> pictures of Fiji? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Have you seen the median pay of people in Fiji? <laughs> You ever seen pictures of Kansas? <laughs> no, because nobody goes there. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I think it's just there's just too many things like these loud booms, like these silver iodide cloud seedings, like this great oil conspiracy. There's just too, like, the, there's more and more of this type of thing that people are kind of beginning to realize that, you know what, they don't have our best interest at heart. Yeah, I think it was Reagan maybe that said the absolute worst word you could hear someone say is, hey, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah. Because they're not. No, they're not. And the, everything they do perpetrates us away from the things they are doing so they can continue to make a dollar off of us essentially I think and I'm gonna I'm gonna plead with the hill folk out there right now please don't put Trump back in <laughs> he's winning on like all polls for the Republican side. Why don't you want Trump back in? Because it's going to be the same old thing again, man. Okay. Now, I'm not I want saying him from a business standpoint. Because this country needs to be run like one. Okay. And get this crap fixed. I agree. But everything he's going to try to do, they're going to they're going to stampede him. Here's what I think about that. I don't know how we got on this, but you're welcome, Hill Folk. Um, I think the problem with Trump being the potential president again is he essentially becomes a lame duck president day one. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no chance for a second term for him. And... 
I think regardless, if he even, even if he is able to win, so let's say he and Biden run against each other and he's able to win, I don't think he can. I don't think he can beat Biden. Um, he's not even if he does, he's not going to win the Senate. Right, the Republicans aren't going to win the Senate. It's not going to happen. No. Uh, so it essentially becomes a stalemate of nothing for four years. Um, I completely agree that the country needs to be around like a business. And oh, yeah. in our lifetime, I think he was the best one at that. Yes. I mean, in the presidents that I have worked under and seen, he, he was by far the best business operation of the government, which I think should be the focus number one. And nothing else really matters, in my personal opinion. Stay out of foreign affairs, stay out of everything else, make sure the house is clean, make sure the house is running good, make sure the people inside the house prosperous. Yes. And that is one positive that he has. The problem, like you said, though, is that both sides, left and right, aren't going to go for anything that he wants to do because Orange made bad, regardless of what it is. Oh, yeah. Because he is not a politician. Like, he's not one of the guys. Thing is, I don't know who else we can run to beat by. <laughs> like, I don't know who else people can run. Like, I'm, I'm, I lean more conservative than I do liberal. Um, so when I say we, I can, you know, I, I look at that as my, that's kind of the side that I lean towards. I don't always vote that way, but that's more moral values and things. I lean more that way. Um, I don't know who else the conservatives could possibly run that would even really have. I don't think it matters, anyways. I think the whole thing's rigged, anyways, personally. I think if he runs, he wins. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he does. If that's the case, then why didn't he win last time? I think because people were like, even I, who was in the beginning a huge Trump fan because he was running the country like a business. And I was like defending him through all this crap that they were trying to do to him. It was all crap. It was. It was all crap. And I watched that crap every day just in anger. That's another reason why I got away from this shit. But it's by the time it was over, I was, I didn't care anymore. Like, Jesus, whatever. I don't want another four years of this, you know? And I felt like a lot of people felt that way. So I think that's what happened when Biden won. Fair enough. But now, four years of this, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, my goodness. We missed up. But it doesn't, it's, that's, it's, I think it's the way it's set up. Yeah. I mean. It ebbs and, it ebbs and flows. They decide who's going to win. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I know that sounds extremely conspiratorial with me, but. And they're not going to run. They're not going to run Kamala because her freaking. uh, She's a robot. I think that she is an AI every time I (laughs) see her talk on (laughs) TV. (laughs) She may be. I don't know. But uh, yeah, her her popularity is at an all time low. Disaster. Yeah. I don't know, man. You know what I want? You want to run? I want them to find somebody normal to run for president. Yeah, just just somebody normal, just, just a normal guy. Yeah, just somebody normal that's 
Yeah. I, I don't want any of the politicians that are using human beings as pawns in their game and shipping them across the country. I'm like, what? I just want to just like just somebody just like that gets up on the stage and just like, hey, that guy's normal. He looks like a good old boy. He just looks like a guy that just goes to work every day and just I trying want, to feed his family. And I want somebody to get up there and be like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're going to sit down. We're going to shut the hell up. We're going to get some shit done. Yeah. It's just, let's just do that. And the it's first one that tries to say anything, he has a button he pushes, and they fall through a trap door <laughs> into a lion den. He goes, does anybody else have anything to say? And there'll be a couple more. He'll be happy to let them go. They'll be fighting the lions. And then there'll be complete silence and some shit will get done. I agree, buddy. Yeah. Like, and, you know, maybe we need a dictator for a while. Just to, they'll go rogue eventually. You know, they always do. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Too power hungry. <laughs> Listen, you start acting up, dictator, and we'll take you down. We'll we got people who shoot from a long ways down. away. That's, yeah. <laughs> we'll take you down, sir. You live in a glass house. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, man. Everything's a lie. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, yeah. Let's die on that hill tonight, buddy. We'll die on that hill tonight. Everything is a lie. From mysterious lie. booms to cloud weather controlling stations to the great oil companies to politicians everything's a lie to, to fluoride it's everything cheerios has shit in it that causes hey, speaking cancer of, let me tell this to me i'm glad you brought that up it's my favorite cereal my wife's favorite cereal as well and when she eats cheerios like she doesn't use a regular bowl she uses a mixing bowl like a big bowl of it right <laughs> yes that's the only way to eat it Yes, and so it's the other. Just yesterday, it's lunchtime. The girls were eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and peas. I know that sounds quite the combination. That's what they wanted. That's what we made them. Awesome. And she was hungry, but in fact, making anything, she's asking me to build cereal. Say, that's fine. I was outside working. I don't really want anything right now. Well, she eats her normal, overly sized portion of Cheerios, (laughs) and we had just got the box. We had just gotten the box, so there's no way it was bad. It was like last week we got it, right? When she got done and was sitting there on a recliner and the girls were playing and she's like, I don't feel good. And I was like, what? She's like, I just don't feel good at all. She's like, my stomach just feels awful. I said, well, it's probably the entire box of Cheerios you just ate. She was like, no, I didn't eat like any more than I normally eat. She said, but she said, go check that milk. I was like, well, you know pretty quick when milk's bad. Like it's almost. An so I went and checked. Oh, no, it's fine for another. For, for We just got the milk. So it wasn't that. Well, next thing I know, she's like, just passes out sleep on a recliner. Like just just gone. Like I I can't like asleep asleep. So I go over and kind of rouse her up. I was like, hey, hey, you all right? She's like, I just feel good. Oh, I just need to sleep. Oh, go ahead, go back to sleep. But it was like two hours before she kind of snapped back out of it. And she kind of moved around, got kind of moving around. She's like, I'm starting to feel that there's I think it's something in those Cheerios. Like, yeah, it probably was. Yeah. It's the same shit they use in a weed killer. Oh, that ain't good. 
No. She's eating Roundup. Yeah. She's eating Roundup. That's what we're eating. And I'm st- I've still ate some since I found this out. <laughs> it tastes so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love it to mix it with uh, uh, the regular Special K cereal. Okay. The in the big red and white box, so, so it keeps I'll, you regular that way. Yeah, I'll pour. No, I just love the taste, <laughs> <laughs> but it will keep you regular. I use raisin bran crunch for that. <laughs> I'm getting old. That's it. Activity in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there yet, but uh, yeah, man. This has been a good conversation. Lance. I think so too. I, I think it's a good place to it. end. Good place to end. There's not been as much Justin going, but like he does sometimes. But (laughs) (laughs) is it a portal? Nephilim portal babies. I just think that Bigfoot's an interdimensional creature because I just think he drops in and out. And all right, Justin, it's all portals. Don't turn your back on a mirror, man. I will say uh, though the paper in the mirror thing that that's creepy. It's weird. That is weird. It's a weird thing that's happening. Yeah, that's very weird. I don't know if you've heard this frog out here all night, but he's been calling him a lady hey. right in the window. It's so loud. He's I lonely. can't believe you didn't hear it. I have he's and they're those little bitty green oh, tree yeah. frogs. Yeah, right there they go. I hear it in that time. Yeah, he's been doing it all night. Mr. Ribbits, that's what that's what my bunch calls him, Mr. Ribbits. Doesn't matter which one; it's all they're all Mr. Ribbits. They're all Mr. Ribbits. Well, Mr. Ribbits <laughs> is trying to call Miss Ribbits. <laughs> she must not want any. He's he's still after it. Yeah, he hasn't found one that's the right one. He needs to change the tone a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well. Uh, yeah. Hill folk, I know. guess that this is a good place to stop this, Ryan. Yeah. We, folk, uh, you know where to find us. We're on the Discord. We're on the Instagram. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Twitter. You know, our email is AppalachianIntelligence at gmail.com. Please email us your weird encounters, stories. About your family, any kind, any hauntings, any cryptids. Uh, please, to that one that left us the review, we need more information on this haunted opera house because uh, not only do I love opera, I love haunted houses. So, hopefully, it's the diva of the night and mm. not the phantom. Mm. That guy's weird, <laughs> but. Yeah, keep in touch, Hill folk. I think uh, by the time, yeah, you'll hear this. So I think uh, we're shooting next week, early next week for the powwow. So you guys get ready to come on. I think we're shooting for Tuesday night as of right now. That's All what Justin change, is saying. But hopefully. All subject to change because, uh, you know, Justin's internet. Maybe me and you again. Maybe me and you again. That'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, I think so. I had a blast last time. Agreed. 
But all right, hell folk, we're gonna get out of here. Till next time. We'll Love you, mean it. See y'all later. Thank you.